Welcome to the Riverside Church Podcast. We hope today's message encourages you and strengthens your walk with God. Enjoy the message. So let's all stand for Deuteronomy 11.26. Deuteronomy 11.26. For those that have read the Bible, you probably know that Deuteronomy is the second law. It's, the, it's a rehearsal of the first law, but it's given to those who were in the second generation that didn't mess up. You see, when God wanted the people to come out of Egypt and set them free, it was so that he could bring them into the promised land, right? He brought them out so he could bring them in. Well, guess what they did? After coming out, it only took them a month to get out. But somehow it ended up taking them 40 years to get in. Wow. Isn't that like you and I? God sets us free, and, but he sets us free to be inhabitants of a special place that's flowing with milk and honey that we can establish his kingdom. But guess what? We rebel, and we don't go in. Like they didn't go in, and they didn't go in because of unbelief. And it really upset him. So he said, okay, you people that don't want to go in, you're not going in. You're going to wander around in the wilderness for 40 years until the next generation grows up, and they're going in. So the book of Deuteronomy is all about that second generation who was about to go into the promised land. And here they are on the border of the promised land after camping for 40 years with 2.5 million people. How many of you like to go camping at the campground with your RV or your tent? Anybody? Well, not many, and I don't, I get it. We traveled for 20 years in an RV preaching around the country, and I get it. (laughs) It's no fun. But that's when we had it made at church parking lots and with the family and a nice RV and all of that. But these folks were wandering around in the desert 40 years. But here they were now, the next generation, about to go and enter into what God had planned for them. Whoa, here we are. Look, Moses says, today I am giving you the choice between a blessing and a curse. How many of you like to have a choice? You will be blessed. If, everyone say if, you obey the commands of the Lord your God that I am giving you today, but you will be cursed if you reject or disobey the commands of the Lord your God and turn away from him and worship other gods you have not known before. When the Lord your God brings you into the land and helps you take possession of it, you must... Pronounce the blessing at Mount Gerizim and the curse at Mount Ebal. Lord God of heaven, here we are, your people. So many centuries later, we're going to look down on those whom you tried to help take possession of the promises that you made to them. And I pray that you'll teach us the lessons well to remember and obey you as the book of Deuteronomy says over and over again. In Jesus' name, everyone said. 
Amen. You may be seated. How many of you have heard of Mount Gerizim before? Not many of us, right? How many of you have heard of Mount Ebal? Well, you would have heard of it if you were with them back then. So this photo that you're going to see up here is a kind of an aerial shot of the promised land. Can I have that up on the screen, please? Thank you. And to get an idea of where we're at, we're at the uh, promised land in what is now called the Holy Land. But if you'll notice in the lower left portion of this, there are two mountains right here in Shechem. One is Mount Gerizim and one is Mount Ebal. And between the two of them was a major caravan route. And that's where Moses said that you are all to pronounce blessings and cursings just before you go into the promised land. What's happening here? God wants them to succeed. He wants to set them up to possess the promise. And so he's giving them a real plain illustration of how they can do so. So their first choice is going to be at Mount Gerizim, he says here, and they will be blessed for obedience. Can you all say, I am blessed when I obey? And choice two was going to be from Mount Ebal, and they were going to be cursed if they disobeyed. So can you say, I am cursed when I disobey? Oh, aren't you thankful for Jesus, or we'd be in trouble, wouldn't we? Deuteronomy 27 and 1 through 13. Uh, we started, then Moses and the leaders of Israel, I'm sorry, I'm on the, am I on the right page? Yeah. Then Moses and the leaders of Israel gave this charge to the people. Obey all these commands that I am giving you today. When you cross the Jordan River and enter the land the Lord your God is giving you, set up some large stones and coat them with plaster. Write this whole body of instruction on them when you cross the river to enter the land the Lord your God is giving you, a land flowing with milk and honey, just as the Lord, the God of your ancestors, promised you. When you cross the Jordan, set up these stones at Mount Ebal and coat them with plaster as I'm commanding you today. So he's got these two million people there at the base of these two mountains and at Mount Ebal where the curses are going to be, he has them write the law. And they did it in stone. You ever hear someone say it's written in stone? Then build an altar there to the Lord. So not only do they have this, this stone writing of all the law of God, but they have an altar there. And watch this, what happens. You must not shape the stones with an iron tool, but they're to be natural, uncut stones. Build the altar that way. Use it to offer burnt offerings to the Lord your God. Also sacrifice peace offerings on it and celebrate by feasting there before the Lord your God. So have a party. You must clearly write all these instructions on the stones coated with plaster. Then Moses and the Levitical priests address all Israel as follows. O Israel, be quiet and listen. Today you have become the people of the Lord your God. Okay, now this is an important ratification of a covenant right here. 
and he's saying today. I like it when Pastor Bobby says today. That's what this is. So you must obey the Lord your God by keeping these commands and decrees that I am giving you today. So he starts off with curses for disobedience. So if you're taking notes, that's something to write down. There's curses for disobedience. Watch this. It's kind of crashing the party here, isn't it? Verse 11, that same day Moses also gave this charge to the people. When you cross the Jordan River, the tribes of Simeon, Levi, Judah, Issachar, Joseph, and Benjamin must stand on Mount Gerizim to proclaim a blessing. Now, there's something interesting about the mountain of Gerizim and the blessing that's going to be commanded there. And that's because Judah's there. Can you put the slide of the two mountains up here? And I want you to imagine that you're there in this valley. It's about a mile wide at this place called Shechem. It was a city there. And on the left is Mount Gerizim where they're going to bless. And that's where Judah is through whom the Messiah was going to come. He was on the blessing side, right? And on Abal, that was the cursing side. But that was the place where they had the altar of sacrifice and the party. <laughs> so it was like God is trying to include all the people. So if there were two and a half million people, which the book of Numbers says they, there were when they numbered the people, and half of them roughly were on one side, that was one and a half one and a quarter, I'm sorry, one and a quarter million people on Mount Gerizim, and the other one and a quarter million were on the other side. So they split them up, and they had the priest there speaking to them, and the tribes of Reuben, Gad, Asher, Zebulun, Dan, and Naphtali must stand on Mount Abal to proclaim a curse. Now, can you imagine being here in this natural amphitheater you know, they didn't have microphones and stuff. So God was setting this all up so everyone could clearly hear and understand what he was about to tell them. So I want you to imagine that you're there today, and we're not going to actually, you know, go to mountains right here, but we're going to pretend that right down the middle here are the folks who are over on Mount Gerizim, and on this side are the folks who are on Mount You cursed people. <laughs> now watch this. <laughs> then, then the Levites will shout. We'll get on the other side. I don't blame you. No, you got to stay with your gang. <laughs> the, the Levites will shout to the people of Israel, Cursed is anyone who carves or casts an idol and secretly sets it up. These idols, the work of craftsmen, are detestable to the Lord, and all of the people will reply, Amen. That's everybody now, not just the people over here, but everybody's listening to this. And so you're cursed, and everyone says, Amen or Amen, if you want to say it the way the Hebrews said it, either way. But um, they had to say, you know what Amen means or Amen means? It means so be it. Let it be so. Or kind of truly, 
truly. That's the way it. So they are really saying, so be it unto us if we make an idol. All right? The next thing they hollered out, cursed is anyone who dishonors father or mother. And all the people will reply, uh-oh, some of you are cursed already for dis dishonoring your parents. I know I was. <laughs> cursed is anyone who steals property from a neighbor by moving a boundary marker. And all the people will reply, all you thieves are cursed. Cursed is anyone who leads a blind person astray on the road. And all the people will say, Amen. Now, who would do such a detestable thing? Come on. Come on, man. You're going to, you got someone who's blind, and you're going to tell them to go the wrong way. I mean, you've got to be low life to do something like that. But you know, there are some people who are like that. You got to be nice to everybody, or you're cursed. Cursed is anyone who denies justice to foreigners, orphans, or widows. And all the people will reply, Amen. Cursed is anyone who has sexual intercourse with one of his father's wives, for he has violated his father. And the people will reply, All right, you better not be messing around with mama. There are some people who do that. They're cursed, I know. <laughs> cursed is anyone who has sexual intercourse with an animal. Oh, yeah, they're doing that too. Our world is messed up, y'all. But guess what? You start acting like some of these things, then you are. Amen. <laughs> Everyone said. Cursed is anyone who has sexual intercourse with his mother-in-law. And everyone said, <laughs> amen for sure on that one. <laughs> okay, so you got a lot of issues with sexual sin. God's trying to nip this in the bud, y'all. He's trying to set them up for success. Don't get caught in that trap. Because you're a holy nation. Cursed is anyone who attacks a neighbor in secret. And all the people say, Cursed is anyone who accepts payment to kill an innocent person. And all the people will say, Wow, you got a price on their head, huh? Think you're the mafia? Well, guess what? You're going to be a cursed mafia. Cursed is anyone who does not affirm and obey the terms of these instructions. And all the people will reply, amen. Woo, that's the bad news. <laughs> Got that out of the way. <laughs> now, it wasn't just these commands. If you notice, some of these were from the Ten Commandments, and some were from the other 600 or so commandments that God had. But the point was he wanted all the words of the law that they just wrote down on the stones to be relevant to them that they're going to obey it or else. You ever have to tell your kids that? Don't go out in the street when the cars are coming. And they want to run out there. 
And you, get, you better give them a spanking because if you don't, they're going to go out there and get killed. So you try to protect your kids, right? I think that's what God was doing here. He's saying, you do that, and you're going to be in trouble. All right. So here's the other good news, though, the blessings for obedience. Don't you like that? Oh, yeah. I like to be blessed. That's why I'm learning to obey. If, everyone say, if you fully obey the Lord your God and carefully keep all his commands that I'm giving you today, the Lord your God will set you on high above all nations of the world. You will experience all these blessings if, everyone say if, I obey the Lord. Your towns and your fields will be blessed. You can say amen. Your children and your crops will be blessed. The offspring of your herds and flocks will be blessed. Your fruit baskets and breadboards will be blessed. Wherever you go, whatever you do, you will be blessed. Woo! Man, I feel it. The Lord will conquer your enemies when they attack you. They will attack you from one direction, but they will scatter in seven. The Lord will guarantee a blessing. Oh, yeah. Guaranteed by the Lord Almighty. I am going to bless you if you obey me. Guaranteed. <laughs> And I'll fill your storehouses with grain. The Lord your God will bless you in the land he is giving you. Come on, go ahead and praise him. I can tell you just can't. Woo, thank you, God. Thank you for setting me up for blessings. If, everyone say if, you obey the commands of the Lord your God and walk in his ways, the Lord will establish you as his holy people as he swore he would do. Then all the nations of the world will see that you are a people claimed by the Lord, and they will stand in awe of you. Oh, my God, can you believe those people? They are so blessed. Oh. The Lord will give you prosperity in the land he swore to your ancestors to give you, blessing you with many children, numerous livestock. <laughs> yeah, I got enough kids already. <laughs> oh, no more blessing, Lord. Thank you. Numerous livestock and abundant crops. The Lord will send rain at the proper time from his rich treasury in the heavens. And bless you all the work that you do. Mm -hmm. You just thought that was a regular job, didn't you? God's going to bless all your work. These people that keep on telling about all the blessings they're receiving, that is not an accident. That's because they're obeying the Lord. 
And the more you obey him, the more you're blessed. Woo. Where am I? This is so good. It's like, do you have a choice, really? I mean, come on. <laughs> okay, where am I? Verse 13. <laughs> oh, no, we're not gonna, we don't want to miss this one. The Lord will send the rain at the proper time for his rich treasure. Bless all the world. Okay, you will lend to many nations, but you will never need to borrow from them. We don't need a loan. Are you kidding me? I'm going to give you a loan, banker. Because I'm blessed. Woo, do you remember that old song? I'm blessed, I'm blessed, I'm blessed, I'm blessed, I'm blessed. I don't deserve it, but yet I am blessed. That's too old for you, guys. It's only about 50 years old. But anyway, we used to sing it. That's This is why. <laughs> I don't have any, I don't have to have a loan. I, now, I didn't pay cash for my house, but <laughs> maybe I'm just not obeying the Lord enough yet, right? Okay, Gary, quit pointing your finger. You, <laughs> you too, right? If you listen to these commands, if, everyone say if, you listen to these commands of the Lord your God I'm giving you today, and if you carefully obey them, the Lord will make you. The head and not the tail. The head and not the tail. <laughs> and you will always be on top and never at the bottom. Woo! Come on. <laughs> never at the bottom. That sounds like a good song, doesn't it? So Joshua led them into the promised land. And they did the wars, and the walls of Jericho came down, and he fought for them, and he sent bees to drive out the enemies. He did all kinds of stuff. And the years went by, and they had conquered most of the land, and it was coming time for Joshua, Moses' successor, to pass away. So I am reading from Joshua chapter 8, verse 30, and it says, watch this. Joshua built an altar to the Lord, the God of Israel. Where? On Mount Ebal. And he followed the commands that Moses, the Lord's servant, had written in the book of instruction. Make me an altar from stones that are uncut, shaped with tools. This is be just before they went into the promised land now. I'm sorry. Then on the altar they presented burnt offerings and peace offerings, just like Moses said, right? And the Israelites watched. Joshua copied the stones of the altar instructions Moses had given them. Now, I, the, he, Moses gave a lot of instructions, so they were all, all two million people are sitting there watching him write on the stones <laughs> the law of Moses. Wow. Then all the Israelites, foreigners and native-born alike, along with the elders, officers, judges, were divided into the two groups, just like Moses said what they were supposed to do. One group stood in front of Mount Gerizim, the other in front of Mount Ebal. Each group faced the other, and between them stood the Levitical priest carrying the Ark of the Lord's Covenant. This was all done according, ooh, the Ark was there in the middle of it all. Come on. Not only were the leaders there, but the Ark of God, his presence was right there as they were doing this. Joshua then read to them all the blessings and the curses Moses had written in the book of instruction, 
Every word of every command that Moses had ever given was read to the entire assembly of Israel, including the women and children and foreigners who lived among them. And then they went in there and conquered. But then fast forward to the end of Joshua's life and after they had conquered a lot of the land, and that's where Joshua 24 comes in. Then Joshua, and by the way, this is something to write down right here. If you haven't already figured it out, we win or lose by the way we choose. Then Joshua summoned all the tribes of Israel to Shechem. Where? This is years later now after they conquered. He said, we're going back to where we made our promise, to Shechem, including the elders, leaders, judges, and officers. So they came, presented themselves to God. Joshua said to the people, verse 14, so fear the Lord and serve him wholeheartedly. Put away forever the idols your ancestors worshiped when they lived beyond the Euphrates River, way up north, before they went into the Promised Land, and in Egypt, where they were in bondage for 400 years, right? Serve the Lord alone. But if you, reserve to ser- you refuse to serve the Lord, here it is, then choose you today. I'm asking you right now, today, to choose whom you will serve. Would you prefer the gods your ancestors served beyond the Euphrates? Would you prefer the gods in your old life, y'all? Or will it be the gods of the Amorites in whose land you now live? Yeah, you got saved. Yeah, you're free now. Yeah, you've entered into your promised land, but you haven't conquered everybody yet. But look out because those guys with, and girls with all of their evil ways are going to influence you, and they're going to be thorns in your side and pricks in your eyes, as Moses told us. But are you going to serve those gods? But as for me... And my family, we will serve the Lord. The people replied, we would never abandon the Lord and serve other gods. For the Lord our God is the one who rescued us and our ancestors from slavery in the land of Egypt. He performed mighty miracles before our very eyes as we traveled through the wilderness among our enemies. He preserved us. It was the Lord who drove out the Amorites and the other nations living here in the land. So we too will serve the Lord, for he alone is our God. The people said to Joshua, we will serve the Lord our God. We will obey him alone. So Joshua made a covenant with the people that day at Shechem. 
committing them to follow the decrees and regulations of the Lord. Joshua recorded these things in the book of God's instructions. That's the book you and I can read, the Bible. As a reminder to their agreement, watch this, he took a huge stone, rolled it beneath the terebinth tree beside the tabernacle of the Lord. Joshua said to all the people, this might sound a little weird, but this is what he said. This stone has heard everything the Lord said to us. It will be a witness to testify against you if you go back on your word to God. You win or lose by the way you choose. Today, I'm asking you to choose. Will you stand with me right now? Now, I know we're not trying to keep the law of Moses anymore, but guess what? Jesus said, if you keep my commandments, then you love me. <laughs> there is the law of Christ, right? There is the royal law the New Testament talks about. There are commands in the Bible of things to do and things not to do. But guess what? We've got God inside of us. We don't have to go after the other gods the way they did. We, we can go in and possess our land that God has given us. You know, my old pastor used to tell me, He'd say, there's not a devil in hell that can stop any Christian who's got a made-up mind. I'm telling you, that did something to me as a new believer because I was attacked by demons and the flesh and the world like every one of us. But when I said, okay, that's it. I'm making up my right my mind right now. I am going to serve the Lord. I'm going to obey him all of his commands in the New Testament. So here we are at your Shechem today. What's it going to be? Gerizim blessings or Ebal's curses? You choose. You got everything to gain and a whole lot to lose. Will you or won't you? Do you or don't you? Choose to obey Jesus. You'll never be sorry. Believe, repent. Be water baptized. Be spirit baptized. Live a holy life. You will be blessed. And guess what? You're not only going to be blessed now, but you're going to be blessed forever. Thank you for listening to today's message. If you liked what you heard, be sure to subscribe and share it with a friend. For more information about who we are, visit RiversideChurchTX.com.